yeah. Okay. So now we can talk more about having like an open mind. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's a hundred percent necessary. Maybe this is something that comes with life experience. Right. But I've always felt that approaching things with an open mind is usually the best approach just because again, when you become too invested into one idea and it's not right, then there's just a lot of time and energy that can be wasted. This is a conversation between friends. None of what is said here should be taken as legal advice. We are not experts in any way. Take what resonates and leave the rest. All right, so welcome back, everybody. Um, so there was a slight hiccup near restart, so here we are again. So we are on episode number... Uh, I don't remember the episode number anymore. 77? <laughs> 87. 87. 87. Are you sure? Yeah, 87. Shit. Okay. So on episode 87, today we will be discussing the need to be right. So I was talking to Michael um, about what I kind of was interpreting that as. So the most plain example that I can give you is somebody that comes from like a, a really religious background, right? So they're you know, their, their way of life, their beliefs are usually enforced and very strict, right? And to some end, that ends up becoming their identity. And they believe in their ideas so much that they can't afford to be wrong. So they have to be right. It's a necessity, right? So that's kind of the background that I'm talking about in terms of the need to be right. But this doesn't only have to be in, the, in those contexts, right? Sometimes this also happens in relationships, like you know, with your significant other, like there's an expression in the, that goes around that says women are always right, even when they're wrong. Right. So like there's this need to be right all the time. Well, the whole point now is to kind of discuss that and look at it from, from like both perspectives. Right. So from your opinion and from your perspective, what do you think? What do you think about the idea? Well, when you mentioned this topic initially, it, it kind of come, came across with, you know, some experience that I have encountered before with other people. I personally pro probably have done it at some point in my life as well, that I thought I was right about something. But ultimately, I was challenged by somebody else who knew a little bit more or knew the, um, the correct facts or different perspective also can challenge you, like the ideas that you have and the ideas that you grew up with. So at that point, you realize that there is like a very famous saying that, you know, all I know is that I know nothing because ultimately we don't know nothing because, you know, uh, <clears throat> the example that I used a little bit earlier is like, or I, I like to use when I challenge like the physics idea, mathematics idea is that uh, who told us that gravity is a number like 9.0, 9.8 and so on. So, or the distance between the earth and the sun is with exact precision, that number. Like, um, we just don't know, which we learned that in school. And that's some ideas that we carry on with our, with us. Ultimately, mm -hmm. we didn't question when we, when, when we were learning that, right? But as you grow up and you grow older, you start thinking about, like, why the fuck do I need to believe that? And I think it has to do something with the ego, as I mentioned before, is that ego plays alongside to the, um, you know, to the need to be right all the time. So if you think you're right, even though if you're wrong, if it's your ego and something's that can, you know, can lead you to, to thinking that you're better than 
everybody else or you're, you're right than everybody else. So it's always that conflict as well mm-hmm. until you get challenged by somebody, until you get challenged by uh, somebody who lived a different perspective, who cannot agree with you. And go, going back to like religion that, you know, I, I have very religious uncles or family members. And ultimately, I cannot tell them they're wrong because in their reality or in their world, the way that they, they grew up, that's right for them. Whereas mm-hmm. for me, it's a different idea. I can talk to them and mention like my perspective, but ultimately they are the um, the, pe- the persons who will eventually responsible responsible to make the decision whether you know they believe to be right or wrong. And we can even go into like ethics uh, with this, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know how far or how deep you wanna get into the topic. So, so something that, that you mentioned there, right? Um, so when you get challenged on these ideas by another individual, you know, this is where you go head to head with the ideas. But another way these ideas usually can be challenged is through life circumstances, right? Um, so sometimes whatever the concept or idea is that you believe ends up being questioned or challenged or, you know, sometimes it completely changes on you, right? Like it's not unheard of if somebody goes through a tragedy that, again, going back to the religious example, that they went from believing in God to not believing in God simply because something terrible happened and their thought is if God was real, then he wouldn't have let this happen, right? Mm -hmm. But again, it's really depending on the individual and the way they interpret it and how strong their beliefs are. Um, So there's there's another part to this that I want to jump to in the form of like, so yeah, at one point it's an ego investment in the form of like, your need to be right is because it makes your ego feel good, right? But another perspective that we can take is from fear, right? Like you're fearful of being wrong because what happens if you are, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> this is a good example. I don't know if this is a good example, but it's an idea. So imagine that your belief and you firmly believe that you are a straight male, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, life challenges you in some way and you have some sort of homosexual encounter. And then all of a sudden you end up finding out that that's something that you actually like, right? This whole time you, you had this, this idea and you were invested in the idea that you were a straight male, but maybe due to the fact that, you know, from a religious background that always enforced, uh, you know, a heterosexual relation with other people, you suddenly find out that that's not the case and that's not a hundred percent what you're attracted to. So you have this fear of, you know, maybe being ostracized by your family, ostracized by the community, by your friends, whatever the case is, because you don't want to be alone, right? And all of a sudden you just switch the the dial there and maybe people won't accept you anymore. So that is definitely something that, you know, that's another reason why you need to be right, because you're fearful of what would happen if you're actually wrong and it's actually the opposite. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, going from that perspective, I feel like nowadays we're living on like 21st century. I think that's, especially like, like in the U.S., that's not really that case anymore. So, but there up, are definitely, there are definitely, uh, you know, places in the world that aren't. Yeah, absolutely. Western, right? So, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah, I think fear can be one of those reasons why one will stick to their ideas to be like right. But once again, it all comes down to their ego. Because mm-hmm. like, 
like if you um if you weren't fearful of something or like to be challenged in some perspective like you mentioned like life circumstances or some experiences that you have gone through then you wouldn't be fearful like you ego wouldn't be fearful to that to be wrong you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's, a, it's an interesting idea that i think everybody has gone through at some time that you thought you were super super right about something and then boom life puts you in the circumstances or uh shows you like some uh people in your life or whatever the case is the challenge is the idea the challenge you that the, the who you are and it can change your perspective like your persona of who you are the way that you look yep. at like around like the world so mm-hmm. yep, for sure um so let's see where else can we take this um Hmm. so yeah okay so now we can talk more about having like an open mind right Mm -hmm. so i don't know if it's 100 percent necessary maybe this is something that comes with life experience right but i've always felt that approaching things with an open mind is usually the best approach just because again when you become too invested into one idea and it's not right then there's just a lot of time and energy that can be wasted, right? So, again, approaching things with an open mind at least gives you the opportunity to explore different options, which, you know, could be a good and bad thing, right? Because you can also waste time by doing so many different things. When if you focused on one thing, you would have gotten a lot more done. So there's always, there's always a balance. It's never just 100% one way or 100% the other way, right? Mm-hmm. So... How, how do you approach things now? Do you usually approach things with an open mind or do you still think you have that, like that need to be right in terms of, in some circumstances? No, I think life has shown me that you have to be open-minded. And that's one of mm-hmm. the reasons, like I like to be free in travel. Honestly, travel, traveling opens your mind like a lot. And mm-hmm. in my, like in my situation, I think open-mindedness it began since I was a little kid because when I moved on from Ecuador to the U.S., I had to be open-minded. I lived uh, 12 years with people who look like me. I never, I like to also like usually talk about this because where I lived back in the days, you will ever see like a black person around. Mm-hmm. There's always like Latinos or white people. And going to like a, like a country in New York where it's like super, super diverse, it was shocking. And adapting to that, it was challenging. And that's when I knew that, you know, I had to open, I had to be open-minded. I had to be realistic and uh, be curious about what is out there. And honestly, that had changed my life. Ever since I was like young, I started, you know, uh, being curious about a lot of things. Uh, getting to know different type of people, different perspectives, talking to different type of people from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, honestly, that's where you learn the most. And that's mm-hmm. when you start being humble about your ideas as well. Like, whether you're right or wrong. And you think about, you know, things that you want in your life and things that you don't want in your life as well. So open-mindedness mm-hmm. is definitely the best approach to go about it. But I would say there is a limit, though. To open-mindedness because uh, circumstances in my life had definitely showed me that you need to put like core foundations on your life but, you know like pretty much the purpose that you want to be and live uh, for the things that you want to achieve and the reasons why you're here 
So mm-hmm. yeah, open mindedness is good as long as they don't touch your your values, your core values. Because ultimately, if you don't have core values, then you're just gonna be manipulated easily or just uh you're gonna just be just flow with the wind. You'll just go with whatever feels good, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's definitely something there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go ahead. What about you? Uh, so yeah, something that, that kind of popped up when you were talking about, you know, moving to, to the United States and New York specifically. So I've always, I was raised and born in New York, right? So I was always in the, in and around the variety of people. I was always around, you know, black people, white people, Hispanics, Asians. So I was always around everybody. And I always, you know, I was always seeing how everything kind of worked out for everybody. So I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of approach things with an open mind because I've always come from a, of a diverse background. I mean, I've already lived and experienced in a culture that's always been diversified. And there's always a lot of, I mean, there's, depending on the person, right? If you do your best to just try to take the best from people or do the best from different cultures or the best from different perspectives and, you know, integrate that into yourself and try to, you know, just take the best from everybody and, you know, don't take the bad habits or the bad aspects, then you're really going to find that you always have an open mind to try new things because there's always something new or better to improve upon. And, you know, we've talked about it before. Life is about experiences and, you know, just trying to improve day to day because what else do we have, right? Because at the end of the day, we know two truths, right? We're going to die and we're going to get taxed. That's, those are the two truths that are always constant. So you say we're gonna get taxed. We're gonna get taxed. Maybe not the ways <laughs> to avoid taxes. Maybe, but oftentimes most people don't, and then boom, they get caught and then they get thrown in jail. True. Now, ultimately, when when you mentioned the concept that you know the need to be right, I think it, it, like for in my head, it came across to like ego, and if your ego, it's kind of like I learned this on 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 psychology, you know, like the, the three selves, the ego, the super ego, and then there's another one. And it has to be a constant balance of that. Else, you know, one, one part or one aspect of your life is always going to be winning the other side. And that's just not gonna, that's just gonna make you look like a fool around other people. Because if you're not open-minded and you think that you're better than everybody else, then you know, people, they're not going to go and maybe socialize with you or talk to you. And yeah, I think that's a bit, uh, what do we say? Like, not healthy for you at all. Cause yeah, then, it's a waste of time as well. It, it will you don't be get to experience. Because later on, life, life itself will show you, like, you know, uh, some experiences. Like, you know, I believe in karma and I know you do too. And they come back to life. Maybe later on, you're going to meet somebody who resembles that young past of you. And you're just like, damn, I was like you. And you're going to be amazed to see yourself, somebody else who's doing the same mistakes. And what are you going to do? You, you will try to be, to help them, maybe guide them, mentor. And yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a curious topic that you brought out today. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, in that specific scenario, when you find somebody that was similar to you when you were young right. and like, you know, you feel that you, you feel compelled to help them. 
definitely that that's something where you're never going to be able to talk to them and show them that they're wrong. Cause you know, everybody's stubborn at some point. So most people are going to be stubborn about that. So the only thing that you can do there is just be an example. And whenever they come to you for help, you're there and that's it. You shouldn't be forcing your yourself into the, into their lives, into their ideas and their perspectives because at the end of the day, that's how you push people away. They become resentful of you trying to force yourself into whatever it is that they do. Um, let's see. You have anywhere else you want to go with it? Nothing. We, we cover most of the topics. I mean, that where you can go, like I said, uh, this can also go into like a little bit more into like, um, ethics and morals mm -hmm. because yes, you know, you know what's ethically correct on your life because the way that you were raised, but then the laws that we have, they're based on those ethics on the, maybe on the need that they need to be right. But those are like beneficial for like a country or for like the, the people who have, who found it, you know, that's what, that's what I'm thinking about. I don't know. What do you think? So give me, give me an example. Like what's a concrete example of that idea? For example, let's say, uh, Uh, one really good one is, you know, monogamism. Monogamy? Monogamy, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that you need to marry just one wife. That became a rule or like a law based on religion or maybe... It, it is a law, actually. I don't think you can marry it, like, legally to wives or to husbands. Depends. Depends on where you are. Right. No, but, like, I mean, like, in the U.S. Like, specifically in the U.S., that's the law. And that's because it was based on a religion and it was just like ethically that that had to be right. That, uh, that made sense for everybody, for all men to get one woman. That was right, right at that time, you know, mm -hmm. and that was beneficial for like the country or for the people who wrote that law. So see, right. so they had, they, they needed, or they had to be right at that point. Uh -huh. It's, it's not like how you, we've seen other culture, other countries, that they have a different approach to that. Yeah, for sure. So I'm then <clears throat> it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely an interesting perspective because, you know, at one end of the spectrum, it's like, who does this benefit? Right. Mm -hmm. Does it benefit? Like, again, you're saying it, it's either benefiting like the whole country, everybody as a whole, or is it benefiting a specific group of people? Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, it's hard to say, but in that case, specifically with monogamy, You know, one, one of the biggest issues that most people have is finding somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Like finding somebody that they can partner up with and actually procreate. Because I would say that's probably the only reason why you want to be in a monogamous relationship is because you want to have children and you want to have a family that, stick, that sticks together, right? And mm -hmm. that's how you basically raise the best children is by having one family unit. Um. So yeah, that became beneficial for everybody simply because that's allowed us to become the civilization that we are today. That allowed people to not be so concerned with needing to, well, find sex, right? Because what's well, one of the most basic human urges, it's to have sex and have sexual desires and procreate, right? Mm -hmm. And if people are having issues with this, that's going to consume a lot of the time. But once that problem is solved with monogamy, now they have more free time to do other things. And in the case of where we're at today, kind of just <clears throat> solve problems and propagate the civilization that we have to something new, to new heights, to new 
limits and see where we can go with it. Well, my question is more like, don't you think certain laws were created on the need to be right for some group of people in order to control like the mass population or in order to um, create a sense of community or a sense of a nation that benefit that group of people? Uh, I mean, I would we, say... We, we can go really deep on this, on this topic, but yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe we, we can, can, we can save it for another time. Or maybe we can kind of mix it with another, like, ethics or something. For sure. That would be an interesting topic on, it, on its own. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. We can give it, leave it for another time. Are right, any closing thoughts? Yeah, closing thoughts. I think you, um, once again, one of my favorite quotes is that all I know is that I know nothing because every day you learn something new, whether it's from, you know, the school, whether it's some family members, ex experiences, and you can even learn from somebody who is younger than you or like kids. And you should always approach it with an open-mindedness mm -hmm. because life is going to throw you slaps in the face and, <laughs> and you, will, you will realize that You know, it's not as you thought it was. And um, the sooner you realize that or the, not sooner, I would say that the more open-minded that you are to understand this, the happier you will be to, and uh, the more you will get to know yourself as well. I would even say the less stress it brings into your life, right? Because, again, you're not tied down to yeah. any particular concept or idea. So a lot of times people get stressed out because Like they need to be right. This has to work, right? It's like trying to fit a square piece into a round hole. Mm. You're just forcing this piece in as much as humanly possible, but it's not going to go in. So just have, like, again, be open-minded, be malleable, be, uh, how does Bruce Lee say it? Be like water. You got to be able to free water, flow, right? You got to be able to free flow with ideas and concepts and never feel like you have to have this sense of being right with this idea because at the end of the day, We don't know. And later on in life, you'll see. You'll see if you were right or wrong. But there's no need to stress yourself out now with needing this thing to be right right now. Exactly. If yeah. it works for you, it works for you. And leave it at that. Exactly. All right. Then let's wrap it up. We will see you next episode. We don't know when, but we will see you then. Peace, Peace. out. What the f*** is we 